0: What I'm going to do is, and and, uh, Todd did a great job of introducing um, David today. David was someone who helped me back in 2008 when I was helping a lot of you, uh, you know, come back from that debacle from 2007 through 2008. Uh, He helped me. He was my consultant. He was uh, a voice in my ear. I paid him to help me understand the things I didn't understand. And for 10 years, I tried to get him to work at KCM. About two and a half years ago, he decided that, all right, I'll come work there, but this is what I need from you. I need you to put together a crack research team. I need you to put together a crack content team. Because I want to make sure that what we're delivering is the best anyone could get. So we met David's demands and we put together, instead of being a couple of people at KCM now, it's 26 people. And instead of me hiring David, David is now my boss because my son bought the company. And told me to go work for David. That's how much my son thought of him. So right now, I'd like to introduce David, my boss, and really the brains behind the operation.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Steve. And uh, you know, uh, I was thinking back as you were talking about that about 2008, and and it's very similar today to what we saw. Different, but and we're going to talk about that in just a minute. But a lot of questions that people have that there aren't a lot of you know, quick answers for. And, and one of these is recession. So I wanna start there and, and, and we'll talk a little bit about that, even that last slide you saw where you show the dip down in GDP. So let's start this conversation with really the technical definition of a recession or the widely held definition of a recession of two consecutive quarters of negative or constricting GDP. Meaning business is slowing down. A recession is nothing more than an economic slowdown. And, and what we know is no matter where we are in the country today, all across the country, um, we see businesses slowing down. We see restaurants. We see other you know, you know, establishments where people can't come together and be close and you know, be in a movie theater, be in uh, another place where they're afraid the contraction of the coronavirus is going to happen. So we've shut those businesses down, literally put the economy on pause. And Steve, you mentioned in the slide yesterday, or I mean, uh, the slide that you just uh, used, the advice of this, this drop down, which are projections right now. First quarter is still a projection. This will be the last day. We'll see the first look at GDP uh, in this country tomorrow. The, the initial estimates will be released, but they're calling for that to be negative. And then we're talking about this swift ride down here in the second quarter, where we know a lot of businesses have been placed on pause. So. The question of are we going into recession, you know, from a technical standpoint will not be answered until the end of the second quarter. But I think we'll look back on this time and say, we are in a recession. We were in a recession at this time. And that's going to heat up as GDP again comes out this week and, and a lot more people are talking about it. But what we can confidently say in that is recession does not equal housing crisis. But but I wanna talk just a minute about why that may come up for people. And I pulled a quote here from Mark Fleming from First American. And he says, many still bear scars from the Great Recession and may expect the housing market to follow a similar trajectory in response to the coronavirus outbreak. But there are distinct differences that indicate the housing market may follow a much different path. And while housing led the recession in 2008 and 2009, this time it may be poised to bring us out of it. So what's Mark saying there? Um, you know, when you, you lived through 2008, whether you are in our business, you are in the real estate business or not, we all remember it. And there was a lot of hurt uh, in that time period. There was a lot of job loss, economic loss, people lost homes and, 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 and people were hurt. And what you know is, is when you're hurt, you're expecting a lot of times to be hurt again. And what Mark's saying here is, as people hear this talk of recession, it's very logical to go back to, well, here's 2008 all over again, here's a a housing collapse. And it's what we we remember based on what he calls the scars of the great recession. And so it's worth noting as we have this conversation and we communicate uh, to people that we serve out in the market. And I wanna bring in this other quote from Doug Bryan. It says, with the exception of two recessions, the Great Recession from 2007 to 2009 and the Gulf War recession of 1990 to 1991, no other recessions have impacted the US housing market according to Freddie Mac's Home Price Index. And that's data going all the way back to 1975 till today. And so what he's saying there is, when we go all the way back and we look at this data we see two recessions, according to Freddie Mac's data, that negatively impacted the housing market, meaning where we saw depreciation. So what our team did there is we went and looked at CoreLogic's data as well and graphed this. And what you can see here, this is home change or price change over the last five recessions in this country. And what do we all remember, kind of going back to Mark's quote, 2008 where we lost almost 20% Of value in homes across this country. But then if you look at the four recessions prior to that, we only see one, which again was mentioned as well in the the previous quote in 1991, where we lost, uh, where we depreciated in home values across this country. But what do we see in, in those other three? We saw appreciation. So it's easy to make the case here that recession does not equal a housing crisis or housing depreciation. We've seen uh, history, and we have this example to be able to show people right now.
2: So, so guys, and, can I interrupt for just one one yeah, second? Yeah. I just want to play devil's advocate, and I can see that we're getting some comments and some questions that are coming through, mm-hmm. um, specifically to okay, this is great, um, but similar to two thousand eight, we're in unprecedented times; we've never been in this before. So, so how can we make the comparison? And then the other the other piece to this would be the consumer confidence component, right? So, so even if even if the uh, so there, there's a segment of the population that believes that we're going to go back to work a little bit too early and we're going to see an uptick in the number of coronavirus virus uh, cases. So it, even if that doesn't happen, there is this there's this this um, consumer confidence issue that we're all grappling with. Is this baked in? Or are we waiting to see what is going to happen with consumer confidence?
1: Well, I, I, so the question is: This baked into this. This is historical data, so this is looking back on prior recessions. Yeah, so, David, let me let, let the, me just the, handle the, the, that for a second.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Let me just handle that for a second. The what winds up taking place is the fact that part of the consumer confidence challenge is if you get bit by a dog and then you see the next dog, you assume you're going to get bit again. So what they're seeing is that, all right, people are having challenges as far as employment, and we're going to cover that at length in a second, all right, the whole employment situation. But really what I think the consumer confidence issue really is right now is they're assuming, they're making the assumption that if we run into another recession, it's going to be like 2008 again. So the first thing that David wanted to show you was just understand, recession doesn't mean there's a housing crisis. In the last five recessions, there was one in 2008 because housing caused that crash, all right? And the other five, only one time did it go down less than 2%. But that does not mean that the consumer is just gonna say, oh, okay, that's fine. What we now have to do, because consumer confidence is up to us. If we, if we have agents sitting on the sideline afraid to say what's taken place, consumer confidence will continue to deteriorate. Because-